Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. All right, welcome to another episode of the Ice Cream Social. I am Matt Donnelly, and sitting across from me, fucking Paul Mattingly. I am Paul Mattingly, and sitting across from me, fucking Matt Donnelly. <laughs> Someone is fucking Matt Donnelly right here. <laughs> uh, literally. Literally, figuratively, any which way you can imagine. Oh, we uh, uh, we had a uh, scoop uh, Augie write in. Uh, he said that dope is a good example of something that's become, I mean, the opposite of what it does. You're right. Yeah, that we say dope to mean good now. Yeah, and dope it is. Mean stupid, and then or or to smoke dumb drugs. Right, just like bad. Michael yeah. Jackson co-opted bad. Not bad meaning bad, but mad meaning good. Right. Yeah. Fat also, but that's all slang stuff. That's not like literally. Yeah. But <laughs> boy, here we go. I'm not getting back into it. But dope. Yeah, that's a good one. We lost a listener over over. Our, did we? Yes, we did. We lost a listener. Someone was uh, kind of like uh, was a t- tweet hating us, and we lost them as a listener. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, if they were just putting out tweet hate, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. We lost a troll. <laughs> oh, bad news. Oh, oh man. I didn't see this exchange. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. This is you. You're you're out there. You're out there with vigilante tweeting. I yes, it is me. <laughs> I know. Correct. Yeah, that is correct. See, they were they were going at the hay scoops for sure. Okay. Uh, just kind of calling us hypocrites, and I was like, well, okay. all right, adios. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry. Well, I mean, we don't. We are entertainers. We're right. not. We're not here to. <laughs> that was not our dissertation. Is... We weren't trying to fucking. <laughs> oh, we is... weren't. We weren't taking our last <laughs> podcast to city hall. This is not the grammar hour. No. This is the ice cream social. I, we qual- we qualify and disqualify ourselves all the time. Oh, absolutely. We are college dropout actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're experts on nothing. <laughs> yes. Totally ex- ex- experts on nothing. Um. So, uh, you know, I thought we are so far behind on scoop mail, and we've been getting great scoop mail. I have to say that, like, um, in terms of uh, the many benefits of starting on Penn Sunday School and coming over to this podcast is inheriting Penn's listenership. Because they mean, are awesome. Yeah, and you know, like, and when I worked for them uh, uh, with the Discovery Channel show, you know, one of the things that why Penn and Teller were considered great uh, hosts for the show Tell a Lie on Discovery Channel was because that they are are known for their integrity beyond their entertainment. They're known as the, the people who have a very high integrity, and they do. Rightfully so. Um, in fact, some of our debates turned out they had a much higher standard of, of, of science and truth than maybe cable channels. <laughs> you know, mm. so uh, and so uh, we get really good. I think uh, smart and, and 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 some some smart and intelligent scoop mail. Contrary to our discussions yeah. on literally right yeah that's right that's like we are we are we are out of our depth is what i'm saying paul indeed we are talking to people that we should not be in a room with right <laughs> like if we were at an actual party with scoops and they hadn't met us before yeah. they'd be like you guys are adorable 
it's it's that it's that scene from The Simpsons with no, Li- with up. Lisa and the and the smart kid friend that she just meets, and Donald Sutherland is the dad, and then like when you've been using yeah. been making up words out of uh, you know different uh, yeah. palindromes and things like that, or not palindromes, but uh, you know different. Yeah, it's like uh, see, we can't even come up with that. It's not palindrome. It's the wrong. It's the wrong. Term. Whatever. Dress up like a cherub and hang out by the fireplace. And it's ball. like yeah. Let's it's go. like here, here, here's a ball. Perhaps you'd like to play with it. That's that's what it comes down to. We'd be we'd be tossed the ball and asked to play with it rather than getting involved in the fun intellectual games. Um, all right. So because of that, I just want to just let's just you know, uh, we're let's just get right into scoop mail stuff. And then I guess Jacob, I don't know if I want to play the whole scoop mail music through the whole thing. Yeah, we'll just fade it out then. I know that uh, I know that you like that because it means you don't have to edit. But um... <laughs> <laughs> that is the secret. I can't edit the with the music playing when the music is playing underneath. So. Scoop Mail says, raw as it gets. That's right. Um, Message for you, son. And we'll just do that right there. Uh, so the first one here we have... Uh, <laughs> and we'll from, keep narrating as I right. speak into this microphone. <laughs> so the first one we have is from John. Uh, hey, Matt, Paul, Jacob, insert this week's guest name here. If there is one, there's There not. isn't. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, we lost another listener. <laughs> this, Sorry, Matt, John. stop it. Matt. Whatever. He had it coming. It's yeah. all you, Matt. You're the way he was demanding this is that you. we have a guest. You, no, you're the one. You are causing trouble with our you're fans. You're not the boss of me, Paul. I'm not yet. I'm no longer listening to your podcast. Oh, man. Well, you listen to my podcast. <laughs> we... If, if we lose a listener, we're like, okay. We're like, <laughs> What's going on, guys? Group meeting. Oh, my God. The stuff we put out is ridiculous. Ridiculous. I did a, a yeah. Listen, what is this guy's name? Uh, this is John. It's John. John. Hey, John, I'm real sorry about the way I It's out, too late. He already, le- he already oh, he's left. He's not listening. Yeah, he's he not already listening. left, you dick. Oh, man. Good job. Uh, big fan of the show. I guess I should say he was a big fan of the show. <laughs> Uh, I'm a member of the congregation and very happy to call myself a scoop as well. I just wanted to drop a line to thank you about the conversation that you had surrounding uh, trigger warnings in articles, online discussions, and so on. This has annoyed me for a couple of years now. It's especially prevalent on Tumblr. And I was really happy to hear a frank, well-thought-out discussion on the issue. I think that the reason it annoys me so damn much is that trigger warnings is such a uh, coddling phrase. Mm-hmm. I'm totally okay with an article saying at the outset that there's a frank and graphic discussion of, for example, sexual assault in this article, and thus reader discretion is advised. Trigger warning, on the other hand, feels like a handhold. It feels like handholding and cheapens the actual content of this piece. Do you guys remember this conversation? I do remember this tr- conversation because I, I don't. Uh, Paul was particularly adamant. I don't encounter the trigger warning too much in, in my uh, perusings of the internet. I believe I made the statement. If I didn't before, um, this is kind of my stance on the whole thing. It's like um, people have the right to be offended. But they don't have the right not to be offended. Yeah, that's your quote, right? You, no. You, <laughs> now, do you remember, Jacob? Not my quote. But, I remember now. But that's... I remember Paul Mattingly coming up with that quote. Not all by true. Not remember, me. I, I don't know who... I saw the light bulb I don't go know whom to attribute yep. that to. Saw, oh, scribbled, boy. Scribbled it I right out. Snopes yep. that thing. Anyway, but that's, but that's where it is. Yeah, and I, I but agree with like, him. Uh, oftentimes, if you're reading an article on sexual assault, I imagine there'd be some kind of clue in the title. So to spell out a trigger warning also implies that you don't understand English. Well, the whole thing... The whole thing is like it's like yeah suddenly i found myself reading about sexual assault yeah. out of nowhere it's like no did it you know you, girl raped on subway trigger warning this yeah. article discusses rape oh boy in subterranean modes just, of transportation i'm with him i do not care for the wording of it and the way it's said yeah if, if you want to if you want to yeah. be a like be adult about it be like there's a frank and graphic discussion of 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 difficult subject matter yeah be forewarned yeah that's it but then but then trigger warning it does it feels like it feels like 
baby, turn away. Trigger baby, warning. It seems like you're wanting credit. Like it, it feels trigger like, warning. You're welcome. Well, it feels like it feels like someone's trying to put your hand their hand over your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what trigger warning is. Trigger it's warning the is, is, is the parental hand over the eyes in the movie theater. Dur- yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Molaram is about to rip somebody's heart out, heart out. And he's like, oh no, 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 no. Just wait. Indiana Jones is going to be more adventurous in a moment. Oh, hold on. No, no, no. What? He's going to die. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. You hear that scream? He's happy scream. Happy scream. All right, and we're back to our movie. Oh, no, he's going dipped in fire. Dipped in fire. Oh, Jesus. All right, now I'm putting my hand back on your eyes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. What, what does he got? I just want to say one thing real quick. Nobody has the right not to be offended. That right ha- doesn't exist in any declaration that I have ever read. The no, that's a Paul. is attributed to Paul Mattingly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's it's not- also attributed to Salman Rushdie. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh. That makes I'm absolute sure he ripped sense. It off. That guy is yeah, a he- little more educated than Paul. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, weird that, so it's I'm weird still, that he would rip off Paul's quote like that. I'm oh, boy. It's not my <laughs> quote. Fucking Simon Rushdie plagiarist. It's not my quote, but it's a brilliant and succinct way to summarize exactly how I feel about all these topics as far as... Are you going to call for a second jihad on Simon Rushdie? <laughs> <laughs> no. All the improvers out there improvers out there must unite. You have the right to jihad. You have the right not to... Jihad. No. Uh, it's, uh, no. Um, yeah, it's... An just, improver jihad. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to improv a jihad. Welcome to Jihad Improv. <laughs> Can we have a suggestion of a weapon you might try to dodge? No, 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 no. This is, this is Jihad Improv. This is Jihad Improv. Uh, give me the title of a movie that Tom Cruise was in in the early 90s, or mid-late 90s, uh, or early 2000s, where he played a, uh, a sports guy. Uh, Jerry Maguire? Thank you very much. Okay, our, our suggestion <laughs> is Jerry Maguire. Here we go. Jihad Improv. Here we go. Jihad me at hello. <laughs> Thank you. That's our show. <laughs> We're here every Thursday. Bye. I put money in their bucket. <laughs> uh, I don't know what we're talking about anymore. Not oh, right. The trigger warnings. I uh, just wanted to make a quick note of what was wrong with the Tosh rape joke thing. Hey, we're back, everybody. It's, yeah, uh, it's time for another uh, fun hour of or few minutes of Jihad Improv. Yay! Uh, could I get, please, a suggestion of a fantastic movie set in the backdrop of Vietnam? Uh, we've got uh, a, a very driven director, possibly. Uh, it's, it's, it's a kind of an allegory for Heart of Darkness. What do you got for me? Uh, Apocalypse Now. Fantastic. I heard Apocalypse Now. Great. Here we go. Our suggestion is Apocalypse Now. Saigon. Jihad to be Saigon. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. We'll be back next week, everybody. Thank you so much. (laughs) 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 I don't know where to go with this. What was he saying? We've moved on, right? (laughs) I tried to. Uh, oh, I was a uh, big quick point of what was wrong with the Tosh rape joke thing. You guys kind of talked about what rightfully spurned the controversy, but didn't quite land on the point when it came to Tosh. In the case of his rape joke, he made the victim of sexual assault the butt of the joke. Wouldn't it be hilarious if she got raped by 20 guys right now? No, not really. Rather than the fucked up so- society that allows rape to happen. Tosh was quoted in his apology that there are awful things in the world, but you can still make jokes about them. This is true, but it has to be done the right way. Tasha's intention was to hurt this woman, and he crossed the line. Anyhow, I think I might be losing the thread of my point here, so I'll wrap it up. Cheers from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada, John. Didn't we cover in the last episode how Paul hates Canadians? I think we did. <laughs> Guys, I, don't, I was peeing at that time. So, John, Paul already hates you. Yeah, how do you yeah. feel about that? 
We lost it. We lost another listener. Actually, I think this bit was just on this letter, so we lost the same listener. <laughs> <laughs> First, Matt lost him, then Paul lost him. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Jihad Improv. Oh, great. Here we are. Uh, I was wondering if anyone had a suggestion for a uh, Frank Sinatra song. Uh, it's a slow song. Uh, it's something you dance to. Uh, uh, would this be It Had to Be You? Yes. Uh, thank you very much. Okay. Jihad to be you. Jihad oh, to be you. <laughs> Softball. <laughs> Rule of threes, you can counter. I can counter like on the third. I, I like it. I third. liked it. <laughs> I wandered around. <laughs> Finally found someone to kill. Exactly. <laughs> because of your beliefs. Because of your thoughts. You worship a god who isn't my god and that just won't fly. <laughs> Jihadi on you. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Next scoop mail. <laughs> Got it. This one's from Matt. I'm just trying to. From me? Through. I wrote us? Yep. Oh, man. I got to stop taking Ambien at night. <laughs> hey, Matt. Nice. Almost like talking to myself and Paul. I have long wanted to be a writer. Most of my life, actually. That like, sounds a lot like me. Hang it yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> you should try writing for porn. Uh, like, I'm 26, and I've been writing stories like uh, since I was in the third grade or so. I don't, I don't like that he started the sentence there with like. What? Uh, like, I'm 26, and I've been writing stories since I was in the third grade oh, or just so. For example, it works there. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Still don't like it. Uh, everything you don't for example it right uh, everything I've written so far has been mostly for myself though last summer I came up with an idea for a book but lately I like I found... that he's just writing for himself like I like I've already pictured like a meeting like a book club <laughs> meeting you know where like he just sets up chairs like a like a kid sets up like tea party uh-huh. he just hands his manuscript to himself and they all just kind of look it over do like a reading <laughs> just writing for myself it said it said Cartman and Miss and uh, Clad Frogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the matter, Clad Frog? Why don't you like my manuscript? What's wrong with the manuscript, Clad Frog? Huh? I thought it was pretty good. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Jihad Improv. <laughs> I hope you had a wonderful week. Can I have a suggestion of a movie, a romantic comedy, perhaps from the uh, 80s, uh, Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan? Uh, 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 that would be uh, When Harry Met Sally Oh thank you very much yes, Let's see if we can make an improv About the When Harry Met the Sally uh, 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 uh. Jihad what she's having <laughs> Still got it This podcast is just for Summon Rushdie Well, I'm still reading his book, by the way, because it's so long, but it's amazing. Like every paragraph, every paragraph is candy. It's amazing. That guy's an amazing writer. Oh, yeah. Amazing that I would use the word amazing like 6,000 times. Amazing. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Speaking of great novelists, we'll get back to Matt. Last summer, I came up with an idea for a book, but lately I found it's not coming along the way I want it. I have most of the story in my head, but it's just not coming out. One of the major problems I'm facing is that the job of the main character involves a lot of inside terminology and processes that aren't all that interesting to explain, but must be put out there for the book to make sense. Okay. The other problem I'm facing is since I work six days a week and my hours are typically long, when I finally get home, I find myself very uh, distracted by simple things like kicking back on the couch to watch a little TV and relax. 
Porn. Or buy my stack of comics and Porn. buy more important things like paying attention to my girlfriend, her Porn. children, my family, and keeping up my own home. Porn. Since you are both writers, I'm wondering uh, what your pers- I'm, I'm wondering your perspective on a couple of things. Ready. Do, do you think it would be helpful to write other parts of the story and come back to the more boring technicalities later? And as douchey as I find writing in public to be, do you think I should find another space to write besides my own home? So that I can truly have creative time without life popping in at frequent intervals. Thanks. That's from Matt. Uh, what was the first question? I definitely have an answer for the second question. Should he go about writing other parts of the book and then come back in and fill in the details? No. Uh, the details are usually not as boring as you think they are. Uh, and I remember watching Monty Python. They did a sketch, uh, they did a sketch about uh, basically like the greatest philosophers of each country were playing each other in soccer. Mm-hmm. Right? And so they have like, you know... Uh, Germany versus Greece and all this other stuff. And, 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 and uh, I don't know all the philosophers that are in that sketch, but they were writing jokes that were certainly accurate to that philosopher's perspective, and I got that. You know, So like I understood a few philosophers, not all of them, and then I understood that each joke was certainly a reference to that, and I found it very funny, despite not knowing or being well-researched in that. And so uh, details are more exciting than you think. Specifics are always good for comedy. Yeah, even if, you uh, even, even if you're not even writing comedy, yeah. you still want to make it like a part of. Uh, you want to sew it in. I know, like uh, the uh, what's it called, uh, Cat in the Tree book, the writing book, the Cat in the Tree. Oh, no. save, save the, the cat, cat. Uh, save the jinx, Blow save job. the jinx, blowjob. What? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard of getting a coke, but jeez, yeah, you no. owe me one, two, three. You owe I'm, me a blowjob. I already had all the coke I need today. <laughs> Jinx, one, two, three, you owe me a blowjob. Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't know where you went to school. I didn't, go to, I didn't go to BJ school. But uh, that was what they call it, the, 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 what he calls the Pope in the Pool rule, which is a really fun rule, mm-hmm. which is basically that like uh, you're watching a movie about the Pope, and he, and he uh, disrobes into a bathing suit and goes swimming without his funky hat on. And they, put, and they sew a lot of the facts that you need to know about how the Vatican works like into that scene. Mm-hmm. And you're distracted by this action that's happening so that you take in the exposition without thinking about it. Yeah. So nice. it's a neat little rule. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just think about trying to incorporate those kinds of elements uh, into it. Just make it more of an exchange of information or something that happens. Or perhaps, like, while they're going through the, the, the facts, you can have it get, like, interrupted by some kind of action and then get back to it. Um, but just try to sew it into a plot point and make it, the conver- make it part of an interesting conversation. That's my advice. Second mm-hmm. advice, it is not douchey to go to another location and write. No. That is in your head. Wherever you can write. <clears throat> And absolutely, you need to get out of the house if you have a fa- if you have a bunch of bunch of kids and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. all of our best writing comes from a subconscious place. It just kind of like when you finally just kind of let go and just kind of oozes out. That's 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 where I, where my best writing comes from. My greatest moments come in the shower when I discover like I get ideas and I. I, I and that's why you still have a waterproof typewriter. I there, do. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's an old Steinway. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I use very special ink. <laughs> and uh, my wife, you know, she's gotten to the point where she she just gets up in the morning early because she knows half the time she's going to hear me clicking and clacking in the shower. But, like, you can't, you can't write great stuff in quick, tiny pieces. You know, like, you can't write and then I'm like, oh, hello, answer the phone. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I said, oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, did you? Is that how you? Oh, like, oh, hello! Answer oh, the hello. phone. Oh, hello! Answer the phone. Who the fuck is this? <laughs> Who did I call? <laughs> you told me to answer my phone. I, I how did I do it? 
<laughs> I just called you. But yeah, get out, go somewhere else, and definitely write somewhere else. Don't ever stop. Don't yeah. It's, yeah. Once you get in that flow, don't edit yourself. Don't worry about oh, am I missing details? Do I need to go back? Just keep writing. Just yeah. get it all down. Don't edit. And as soon as you have finished a book, you are better than ninety nine percent of the population. Yeah, I got my comic book finally self published, and I was like, woohoo! Yeah. And it's just a comic book. Yeah, it's a tiny little. It's it's a poem. It's a two page poem that I yeah. put to to pictures and it's like man but it's very jackable it's a very jackable two pages it's very excitable <laughs> no the page the the, the the book itself is more pages but, yeah 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 but the actual two pages like just the texture it's like a really good material well it's because it's that waterproof <laughs> material that i use to type in the shower with it's very special paper all right next mail uh we got one from kevin all right so a show where the punchline is that ghosts don't exist already exists no problem all it means is that you need to take the premise and expand it. Not finding any ghosts because don't, ghosts don't exist is, all, is only episode one. You need to go out and take on all the various cryptids and alleged mm. uh, phenomena. Yeah, that would uh, be a lot of fun. Have you guys ever seen shows like In Search of Bigfoot or yeah. Monster Quest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the ones that consist of nothing but some dumb fuck wa- wandering around the, the goddamn woods not finding anything because Bigfoot does not fucking exist. I actually have a friend on the Bigfoot show. Oh, yeah? Uh, do, do you know? Uh, do you guys watch it at all? No. I just watched five it? minutes of it the other day. Did you see Richter? I only see whenever they make fun of it on Talk Soup. So Richter <laughs> is one of the guys on there. Um, he's uh, part of the gay couple that's uh, hunting and... Um, He's actually a friend of mine that used to work at Star Trek The Experience way back in the day in the restaurant, and uh, he's a big Star Wars nerd, uh, and so we were we were pals, and it's just funny to watch him uh, talk on that show. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Uh, so he says, I even know how you could end this. You pick one thing at random, like Nessie or the Chupacabra, and claim that it, it is real in the last 15 seconds after doing a full episode on where you just debunked its entire existence just to mess with people. And really, there is there any anything more noble than messing with people? Yes, there are lots of them, but they make for boring podcasts. Thanks, Kevin. Wow, did you just call our podcast boring? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Although maybe. <coughs> Welcome back to Jihadi Improv. Hey, all right. Can I have a suggestion? Any suggestion at all of a movie uh, from 1987 where uh, Patrick Swayze helps a girl who's the daughter of a doctor how to dance? Uh, Dirty Dancing. Oh, thank you very much. It's a good suggestion, Joe. Thank you very much. Dirty Great. Dancing. We will make an improv up of a Dirty Dancing. Great. Jihad. Hey, the time of my life. <laughs> I fucked it up. It's jihad, the I time of my life. the joke. Oh. Wow, holy shit! Oh, sorry about that. Uh, we're gonna do a new. We're gonna do a do over. Hey, this is the, the jihadi improv. Uh, I'd like real quick a suggestion of a movie. Steven Spielberg made this movie. It's all about dinosaurs and stuff. And as uh, people had jeeps going around, and the dinosaurs go crazy and they eat people. Any movie like that would be oh, great. Uh, Jurassic Park. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, I'm going to put on a hat and glasses and pretend to be the director of the place. <laughs> Welcome to Jihadi Park. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be back. <laughs> no. Uh, who let the tuba player in here? Get him out of here. <laughs> Stow away. Jihad on the tuba player. <laughs> I call it Jihad on tubas. In fact, all of the brass instruments, jihad. <laughs> Any woodwind, fuck it. We're going all out. 
Jihadi Improv is probably going to take a break next week because we'll be fighting tubas. <laughs> but we'll be back soon. We want to thank uh, we want to thank Yux for having us here again. Um, <laughs> it's been real nice. It's not this, like I had a choice. Oh, uh, it's true. You didn't because if you did, we, if you say we jihad, that's right. Jihad thanks, thanks. Ah, that's Barry, the manager of Yux. Everybody, give it up for Barry. Yeah, please, it's okay. Thanks, everybody. Just, <laughs> you better give it up for Barry. We jihad on you, audience. Whoever put a trout in the upper deck of my toilet. <laughs> I will find out who it is. A jihad on you! Yeah, thank you. I was going to say a jihad on you. Thank you. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next mail. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but the jihad all over myself. <laughs> uh, let's see. From Dustin. Hey, guys. If you were going to crowdfund a movie a la Director's Cut, what would it be? See you at the Brony Prom. Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you just said the name of the one. I think so. Brony so prom. you're the Brony Prom. Uh, good question. I've only written one movie, so I would probably crowdfund the one that I wrote. <laughs> there you go. It's a good place to start. <laughs> I do have other ideas for movies, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I'm trying to think of a good I'd one. I'd crowdfund my musical, but that, but that wouldn't translate as a movie necessarily. I don't know. I've got to make that thing first. Yeah. i got to actually write it all the way out. Terrible. Um, I would do a uh, I would do a documentary on Tony Longworth's working experience with that psychic. That'd be kind of fun. I would do. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I only wrote one movie, and it's about. Uh, I would crowdfund. Uh, there's going to be a Masters of the Universe movie, and I'd love to see it. I can't wait. Um, yeah, where I'm, I'm getting nervously hopeful. Oh, like if we could crowdfund any movie, not like our own movie idea. I guess. Let's let's go ahead. We have answers for that one, so we should expand the question to mean that, <laughs> right? Because they've never made uh, the one of Dark Knight Returns. They never made a, a movie of the Dark Knight Returns. Do you know? Do you know that comic book, Frank Miller? Oh, the futuristic. Well, that's yeah. kind of where that's kind of where this new one's going. Okay, he he's very much Dark Knight Returns style Batman. Yeah. So the, the Frank, Frank Miller was uh, apparently, and this is I have no idea if this is true. Uh, Frank Miller, one of the original. Uh, uh, um, Creators of Batman. He was the one. No, made, he wasn't the creator of Batman. No, because he did the Dark Knight, right? Or he did the Dark Knight Returns. It rejuvenated the character in a lot of ways. Okay, it, it brought this whole. It was it's set in the future, but Batman I thought historically he also did like a different version of. He was the first one to do like a very dark version of Batman. Not the that not was the good, it. It was one of the the. It was one of the, the strongest one I thought. Possibly. Let's get into this. <laughs> You've hit the only nerd corner that I'm protective about. <laughs> All right. Well, I just, Anyhow, Bob Kane created uh, Batman. Yes. Yes. But yes, yes. but but yes, he definitely Frank Miller definitely left an imprint, uh, an impact on the character. But apparently, he was mugged, and he had the idea of like uh, 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 bringing Batman back when he was older as yeah. a, as a, as, a, as a more uh, as just an old man. He's an old man that mm-hmm. still wants to do Batman stuff, and. Uh, there's this is why I don't think it'll ever really truly become a movie. Well, there there's an animated movie of it now. Is there? It's a two-parter. It's really well done. That makes sense. You should see it. I should see you it. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, no, I got your Christmas present all set. Sweet. It's really good. Shit, does I have to get you a Christmas present? Mm, no. What'd you say? Huh? Jihad on you. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I was going to try to jinx you for another blowjob. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I can't keep pulling you blowjobs. Blowjobs. Jinx. Oh, stop it. Oh, no. Oh, trap. It's a fucking trap. According to Wikipedia, Frank Miller created the comic book character Elektra. I don't know if that helps at all. Nope. Doesn't help my argument at all. Good. 
It's in the Daredevil universe. Yeah, I, don't, I don't see any uh, creation of, uh, of Batman. He didn't here. create Batman. He knows no, that. I know he, that. But he I, gave a very dark stint yes. on it. It, it did. It, yeah. it, the dark it, I just returns. thought my mistake that I'm making is that I thought he had made a dark uh, version of like uh, Batman previous to. I don't think so. Right. This was, that was really the turning point, and that was and that made comics started getting really dark. Yeah. He did uh, Daredevil. Uh, Born Again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also did the 300 Sin City. Yeah, yeah. Sin City is yeah. where he's most famous for. But uh, yeah, so so why the reason why it's probably great animated and why it wouldn't make uh, a good movie is because it's basically it's like a mutant race of punks. Yes. Take over Gotham. It's extremely stylized. Yeah. And so I don't think you could do like the mutant thing. It's, it's, it's tougher. It's, it's double, double science fiction there. You yeah. Know? You're like, yeah. You got to have a realistic believe, world and a hardcore old Batman. Yeah. I believe this old man can still fight crime. And then like now there's also this other like kind of like almost zombie race type of thing. That's yeah. Happening. The movie's successful. The, the, the animated film is quite good. Yeah. I'm very curious about it. Uh, Peter Weller. Does the Peter voice, Weller does the voice for Batman? Yes, yeah, oh, man, it's exceptional. Do you know my Peter Weller story? No. <laughs> so, in the late nineties, there was the big cigar craze. Do you remember that? Like yes. everyone loved the loved the cigars. Sure. And uh, uh, when I was a uh, total failure, and my TV pilot and film aspirations had gone to dust, uh, and I quit sitting on my couch after just quitting Applebee's. Uh, my buddy calls me up and says the cigar bar is hiring. Uh, and so I go get a job as assistant manager. I, work, I end up working my way up to assistant manager mm-hmm. at Ashes Cigar Club in Red Bank, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Two-story, membership-only, uh, second floors of, uh, of uh, people who want to smoke cigars, eat steaks and shellfish, and drink fancy martinis. The 90s. Um, but there's this thing called the Big Smoke. Jacob is very familiar with this. Oh, yeah. And so there's a Big Smoke in New York, and we uh, get a booth at the Big Smoke in New York. Hoping that we'll get all those New York commuters coming down to Red Bank, New Jersey, to have crab cakes, and uh, uh, you know it's a it's a big it's a big uh, big deal, and therefore we also then then also like that now the owner is, is there smoking at that convention? Ton, yes, ton. Wow. It is like an opium. Den how do they there. do? How do they do it? How do they get away with it? Fire marshal wise, not. Uh, at the time, that wasn't the law. I guess you're right. At the time, that wasn't the law. I have no idea how they do it now. It, um, it's crazy here now because I mean it, it's in ballrooms and casinos and i mean it's it's there's a fog in the room it's insane i'm sure um and you know like i'm meeting rudy giuliani i'm meeting like all these like cigar families i'm meeting like it's a it's a big big fucking deal and then we go we do do the cigar families catch a lot of flack for being real skinny and brown and weird (laughs) (laughs) and walking on two legs yeah yeah, yeah. i'm a cigar family it's really the 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 bellicosos is the most family gets the most trouble it looks like they're wearing hoods Uh, that's a cigar joke that only Jacob gets. <laughs> cigar humor. Nobody gets. That's, 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 that's the weird Specific thing. cigar humor. People have asked me, like, every once in a while I get that weird trivia question, like, is there something you know about that people don't know you know about? And like, I have an obscene cigars. amount of knowledge about cigars from this job. Uh, I learned all about cigars. And so uh, we go to... Uh, so, so so the owner goes, hey, let's all go out to dinner. You know, So he's doing a big, a big thing. And... Uh, we had hired models to work at our, our table and help distribute our, our literature. Um, and then Peter Weller was started hitting on the models, allegedly. And, uh, and so we go out, and Peter Weller just comes with. Like, Peter Weller's just coming with, right? And so 
uh we go to this restaurant and then he tables up with the models and like by himself and just talking to them and like he doesn't acknowledge anyone else and then not even the owner who's throwing around the money you know he just he's just focused on the model talking about how he's going to south africa and how he's going to do all these things he's got to travel with a gun and a bodyguard and just trying to like really just be super mysterious and i'm sitting here and i'm like i cannot believe i'm eating dinner with robocop <laughs> <laughs> i'm fucking eating dinner with right, robocop right yeah i'm just like drop it drop yeah. it peter drop it drop the spoon thank you for your cigar cooperation <laughs> and uh uh, you have suffered a traumatic event. Like we're all about to leave, and then he orders dessert that like no one else wants. Does he say, "I'll buy that for a dollar"? <laughs> <laughs> I think Peter knew that he wasn't buying anything, ah! <laughs> and so like, and then we all like don't want to like leave because we might be impolite. So like, we all like, there's a table of like ten of us all sitting. And then he bought it. To, he brought like multiple spoons so he could like share this ice cream dessert with the models. And then they're not. They don't want to eat it because they're models. Um, <laughs> and so we just it's we, like poison to them. Ten of us <laughs> stand around and like, oh, I just I don't feel like throwing up again. Um, so uh, allegedly. So um, he we basically ten of us just sit around the table and watch Peter Raleigh eat ice cream. Like we just watch and watch and watch. And then we all get up and we're gonna leave. The owner has. Uh, takes a lot of people into a nice fancy limousine, right? I'm with the chef. Limousine. Limousine. <laughs> um, I am in the. Sh- I, I'm with the chef and another manager, and we're loading all the equipment into this fucking van uh, that we're kind of riding like almost illegally, and like there's not like seats, you know, like there's a front seat, and then we're all just kind of holding shit hanging in the back. Out in the back. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. just hanging in the back, and you know, there's like three of us, and there's already no room for anyone else, and it's just a bunch of equipment and not enough seats for three of us. And then the models and the owner and everybody get into the limo scene. And then Peter Weller kind of just doesn't can't quite get in. And so all of a sudden the limousine takes off. And then it's just me, the manager, <laughs> the chef, and Peter Weller. <laughs> and a van with no seats. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I guess uh, you guys don't mind giving me a ride, right? <laughs> and we're like, actually, there's literally no seats. Like, we cannot give you a ride. And he's like, honestly, it's not a big deal. I live like a few blocks away which if you live a few blocks away you in new york you would walk um so we know that that's not true and then uh so uh a few dozen he is he kind of just insists on it and none of us want to say no to robocop so can you we load him into the van so like we're literally like and he's giving us directions kind of like haphazardly while he's like standing in the back and like anchoring his hands across hey. the, 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 the the top of the van and like equipment's like da, sliding da, beneath him. This is your crowdfunded movie right here. Yeah, this is awesome. I'm thinking this like I am in this my van with Robocop. Robocop is dodging food. Yeah. And he's just trying to still talk to us about South Africa, and we're so fucking tired. Like, we've just been in, like, a 16-hour day, and instead of, like, going right to the Lincoln Tunnel from the restaurant, we have to drive all over the fucking Upper East Side trying to figure uh, out where the fuck Peter Weller lives. But then, once you get that, you know where Peter Weller lives. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've uh, the, the amount of showers I videotaped. Um, <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> We got home and I just was like, you know, after all that, then it was like it was oh like two and a half God. hours back to the restaurant before I even go home. It was a long day, man. But yeah, Peter Weller just trying to fucking work the models, ordering dessert. That's fucking awesome. That may or may not have happened. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, all right, scoop it. 
Uh, we got one here from Fo- from uh, Foxy Moxie. Uh, I'm, I'm familiar. Yep. Hey, guys. I wanted to know if you had any funny or cool ideas about how I could propose to my girlfriend. Not Paul that- loves these stories. He does. He, he gets asked about them all the time. Uh, not that we're in a position to get engaged yet. I want some ideas in my back pocket. Possible difficulty. She would hate it if I did it publicly in front of a crap ton of strangers. Okay. Uh, from love- What about the most strangers? <laughs> <laughs> I keep doing callbacks the other episode. I'm trying not to do that. Um, That's from uh, <laughs> Love Struck Lezzy Scoop, Moxie Fox. Love Struck Lezzy Scoop. I like that. Also um, a good crowdfund movie name. Private engagement. Paul? You, she I'll wants let you go first. She wants something <laughs> private but unique, right? Yeah. Um, I no, I can't. I <laughs> ah, nothing. I, uh, no, I don't I, know why you no, keep looking at me. I have it because I have it. Oh, you have something offensive. Uh, I would say um, you could uh, make a cake and put the ring on the cake. Nice. How about that? You were trying to make a, a lesbian joke and you no, pulled back? Kind of. <laughs> you could make on the hunt for balls. <laughs> you could make a carpet cake. That wasn't where I was going. <laughs> oh, we're, we're allowed to make fun of things. I'm not You're saying. You're right. I would say maybe uh <coughs> Oh, oh, I know. I know. So if you want to make it an intimate moment, Right. Yeah. It's an intimate moment. So it's, you know. So you're getting close to the microphone. So I get it. Yeah, it's an intimate hey, moment. Hey, baby. Hey, sweetheart. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's, uh, we've been together for a while now. Yeah. And, uh, things have been going great. I, I desperately want to get it on with you tonight. And, uh, I hope you know. And she's disrobing while this is going on. So oh yeah, yeah. I hope you know. I thought I, I read that all the way. What is this? What is this fucking honky tonk sex music? This is, <laughs> this is the way Elvis fucked everyone. He did. Of this song. It does sound. Is, it, is this Elvis? Is this because I love it's, you too much, baby? Anyway, uh, it's called Bacon it and Blowjobs. It's, the song. This, 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 song this is suspicious minds. What it is? Um, it's a Tony Longworth song <laughs> titled "Porn 3. Ah, there we go. So, um, so it's, uh, this is absolutely I love you too. much. Suspicious <laughs> <laughs> minds. Uh, I have uh, I have something really special for you with my pants, yeah. and it's not my vagina. Mystery. And then as she takes her pants off, yeah. clang out falls a ring. Yeah, and it's like, see that ring? That means I want to marry you. <laughs> now lick it off the floor. Now lick it off the floor. <laughs> oh no. The, oh, uh, the no. big big piece of advice for proposals is a couple of couple of don'ts. Uh, don't don't do anything involving a body of water. Ring Dangerous. boxes and rings are very small things. Yep. Or places where it could like slats of wood or places where it could like slats of no, wood. No, where like you know right. the ring could like yep. fall. Yeah. You don't want the you don't want the a ring fall walk. between. Yeah, you don't want no boardwalk, no no lake, no boat. Don't do anything along there. <laughs> you want to keep it keep a nice landlocked smooth surface <laughs> to uh, to propose. Um. Uh, Jacob, do you have any suggestions? Uh, I got one. one. I got one. I got yeah. one. You set, you get a hold of her cell phone. Yeah. And you set the ringtone to an old fashioned ring, mm-hmm. like a phone ring. Yeah. And then you tape the ring to the cell phone. <laughs> and then oh, you call the cell phone. <laughs> and you're like, honey, honey, sounds like someone's ringing you. <laughs> 
and she goes and she picks up the cell phone and she answers it and she doesn't realize the ring's there and she cuts her ear as she put, <laughs> she puts this big jagged ring up to her face and she's like, ow! And then she looks down and she sees, covered in blood, this beautiful diamond. And she's like, oh, were you trying to... Oh. <laughs> That's really sweet. I think you take him to Jihadi Improv over at Yuck Yucks. Hey everybody, welcome to Jihadi Improv. So good to have you back. Uh, we really, it's it's a special night tonight. It's a special night. We're going to have a, a, a couple here who have been together for a while. Yeah. Uh, come on up, you two. <laughs> All right, great, Hi. great. Hi. Okay. I'm Moxie. Great, Moxie and girlfriend. Yes, this is my girlfriend. 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 Great. Okay, girlfriend. Well, Moxie had something to say to you. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I guess will you marry me? Look at that, folks. <laughs> big big round of applause, everyone. Huh? What a special night. What a special night. <laughs> Where the fuck is a tuba player coming from? Jihad! Jihad, get him out of here. Jihad on tuba! <laughs> um, you know, uh, I, uh, I had... Go ahead, Max. You sit down. Thank you. <laughs> oh, uh, thank you. You know, I had uh, I had this happen this before. This is the most wonderful moment of my life. Thank uh, you. Great. Get out of here. I had this happen before. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we had Matt Donnelly here as a guest <laughs> improviser. And uh, he told a really good story about his proposal. <laughs> and that brought the house down. But uh, tonight, not so much. Oh, well. I guess jihad to be there. Oh. Hey, that's it. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Try the meal. Except that it's pork, you pig dog. <laughs> I really need you guys to stop discouraging the veal purchases. It's one of our <laughs> finest dishes. I really want you guys just to be okay. I'm sorry. We, 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 we asked you to change the menu of Yucks last week. I know, but Come I on, have please. a restaurant. You guys are here one night a week, and I have a restaurant that I run. You know what? what you, I don't, do I have to say it? Jihadi on That's you. right. Jihadi on you. You better keep it in line there, pal. All right. Okay. All right. I'll change the menu. Thanks so much, guys. We'll be back next week. <laughs> I hope Jihad a good time. Oh. Hey. oh, my God. That's two in the night. <laughs> we don't a, have to come back next week. First. <laughs> we can have a week off. <laughs> <laughs> So, Moxie, I can't think of anything more romantic than that. Uh, let me say this. Uh, I will say, if your girlfriend is close to her family or something like that... Get her away from them. No, no, no. There, there are things where, like, if you if you will go to a place where you, you don't expect to see a bunch of familiar faces, you don't want to do it in front of a huge crowd of a bunch of strangers, but if you have them, you know, in another, uh, like, a waiting by in another room or to come out at a certain point, you can just pick, like, a, 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 like a beautiful place... Uh, that's like maybe like like a like a back patio area of a restaurant that's really nice or like a garden type of place, uh, something super beautiful, and then all of a sudden people can like join you because then sharing it afterwards is a really good idea. That's my all best right. advice. Here's my here's my romantic <laughs> one. All right, here you go. So you get a big rat trap. <laughs> you, you set that fucker up good, right? You get it ready to go. You get it ready to go, and you get a picture of of your. Uh, beloved's face and you stick it on the the cheese area right <laughs> and then you get a a a, a heart uh, you cut out a valentine shape sure right a big paper valentine shape and so you bring your your uh <clears throat> would-be fiance over and you show her the mousetrap with her face on it and she's like what 
And she's like, and then you show her the heart, the cutout heart, and you go, look, this is my heart. When I see you, my heart, snap, <laughs> gets trapped <laughs> by your love. And then you bring out the ring and be like, I'd like to do this forever with you. I'd like to trap you, trap your heart in a rat trap of love with this ring. All right, so you have a lot of options. <laughs> I think the rat trap option is probably your best. <laughs> Followed by jihadi improv. <laughs> by jihadi improv. Although, make sure they have a show that week. If they got make two sure jihads in, show and be- they had two jihads in the week before, they're not going to be there. <laughs> they're not going to do it. They have to take a break. That means Barry has two weeks to change the menu over, though. That's good news. <laughs> Printing deadlines can be a bitch. Look, look here. Yoxy's got the better, 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 better have the menu right. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I know. You've made that point very clear. Okay, because you know Jihadi on you. I know. Jihadi okay. on me. I got anyway, it. Wait, Jihadi on who? On you, Barry. What the last? Jihadi on who? On you. You. Yeah, Jinx. You oh, job. Yeah. damn it. I owe you so many blowjobs. <laughs> Jihad on blowjobs. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm caught in a trap. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's where I got the rat trap from. It's subliminal. It's Tony, clearly your music has subliminal stuff in it. This is from last episode. Yeah. But you need to put subliminal shit in your ma- music. You probably already do. It's porn music three. <laughs> Because I don't like porn one and two. <laughs> boner, boner. <laughs> Where's the tuba player coming from? <laughs> 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 Infidel! It's coming from the second floor. Infidel! It's, it's from inside the house. The tuba is inside the house. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, that's my crowdfunded movie, Tuba Killer. People are just leaving him in there. This summer, Matt Damon must protect a tuba. No, no, the killer has a tuba. Or, oh. Oh, oh no, okay, he's protecting a tuba. Why, uh, yeah, the jihadis. the tuba guard. Oh, you know, you know who? I, forget Matt Damon. You yeah. know who should really be at the the star of that movie? Yeah, Tuba Gooding Jr. Oh man, Jihad Vienna Hello. <laughs> All right, we just titled this episode. <laughs> I hate everything about this episode. <laughs> well, you feel like you're caught in a trap, Jacob? Oh, I really do. Shit. All right, next. Do it. Scoop Mail Fest is out of control. All right, so we've got one here from Augie. So I spent last December in Australia with my family and was frustrated the whole time because the toilets don't swirl either way. <laughs> what? what? Every toilet I came across in a hotel, public space, or a friend's home where the European water <laughs> just flies <laughs> from the toilet. He was just around powerful toilets that just vacuumed out with no sense of swirl. However, towards the end of the trip, uh, when giving my boys a bath, I realized the tub drained counterclockwise. I checked now, the field bathroom sink. Now, does he have actual sons, story. or is he talking about his balls? <laughs> yes uh, and yes. Time to give the boys a bath. <laughs> I think he is saying that. Uh, I checked the field bathroom sink. <laughs> the same story. That's all I can say. All right. Well, so. I think that's a good way to, to propose to someone <laughs> over an Australian toilet. You like? You want this ring? Yeah. Bind it. Boosh. Dive. It's an adventure. Oh, boy. So, can I? You want me to tell you my other proposal? What proposal? I, I had a proposal. There was a proposal for me, not from my wife. The, 
From you the, were engaged before I was you engaged were before I got married, yeah. Do you know that I do not know that about you? Well, now you do. But, like, I think it's crazy that I've, I don't know that. Mm, well. Because you say no one tells engagement stories. But we do, you know, <laughs> Jacob, you got to at least back me up on this. All right, I'm ready. You have to know a friend who has been uh, engaged to someone, even if it broke off, right? You would think, yeah. No, I mean, like, I, honestly, like, I can think of friends who have, who have had engagements that didn't go through. Oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I, I know people that are, Now you know uh, another one <laughs> <laughs> so You say no one talks about it But at least We talk about that Yeah What the fuck Yeah just one of those things Where was it Where was it Where the proposal well, uh, uh, Give me the whole con- so, so Alright so here's what happened Yeah So basically I was desperate to get back into improv Okay <clears throat> And I was gonna move to California Okay And I wanted the girl that I was seeing at the time To know that I was still serious about us <laughs> And so I figured I'll propose Cause she was and not leave. gonna move to California with you She was not which did you hope that she would say? I kind of, I guess, I think some part of me was like, "This will get her to move with me." I hope so because the other one is really weirder. That that yeah, I'm like, going to propose and then get away. Yeah, I'm going to propose <laughs> yeah, and then no, move no, to another no, state. No, I, I I sincerely believe my part of my brain was like, "She'll come with you if you." are Where are you now in this story? Kentucky? Still in in no 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 no. This is Vegas. Oh, so you're in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You were engaged to another girl in Vegas. Uh huh. Does she still live here? She does. What? Yeah. Do you ever encounter her? Once in a while. We're still pals. We're still internet friends. Still internet friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All She's right. awesome. She's an awesome person. So, anyway. Um, I, feel like a judge on, I feel like a judge on Lawn Are Like, here's I'll, what, I'll give you some rope here, but here's what, I better understand where this is going. Well, Paul. here's what happened. Here's what happened. So, here's the, here's, this was actually Paul being a silly romantic. So, I got his tickets to the Smashing Pumpkins. Whoa! At the Huntridge before the Huntridge got destroyed. Sure, this was on the release of uh, a, um, the. Um, oh no no no! This was a, yeah yeah. Oh, it was around the time of a door. I believe it was the uh, their their. Um, uh, it was and a, time's up. You know nothing about the Smashing mother, Pumpkins, motherfucker. <laughs> it was their last tour. It was their last tour. Kind of. Uh, uh, Darcy was not with them anymore. Melissa Oftimore was on base. Okay, uh, former she worked with Hole for a little while. But anyway. Uh, and Jimmy both, Chamberlain Jimmy you, Chamberlain had just come back You both liked this band We both liked this band And so I snuck a ring into the concert I made I had to quickly show In your butthole Right I had to quickly show I feel like that was implied I had to show the security guard my butthole I have a like, ring in my butthole There's a ring in sir, my butthole I'm just sir. taking tickets I'm not even <laughs> The metal detector's up that way Alright But I have a ring in my butthole I have a ring in my butthole I thought you'd like to know <laughs> I don't well, I do. Well, here's what here's what happens. So I br- I take it out, and the stone's gone. Shut up! No. <laughs> it must be up my butt. No, dumb dummy. No, it wasn't up my butt. A little. And I peed a jewel out. How did that work? <laughs> turns out your intestine is connected to your urinary tract. Yeah, I was say, turns out your. Turns out your private parts work like you thought when you were five years old. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, okay. So you, I you waited sh- for Adore, the song Adore, to come on, and then I proposed to her. Oh, right my there. gosh. You had the song queued up and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, We Must Never Be Apart. But it's all, there's some other lyrics in there that are kind of questionable, like, you'll always be my whore. You're the one that I adore. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, a little yeah, weird. Yeah. But, 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 but We Shall Never Be Apart sure. was kind of the, the, the intention there. <laughs> yeah, so you're saying, like, wait, no, just this lyric. No, no, just don't, don't listen to this part. No, 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 don't no. listen to You'll Always Be My Whore. No, trigger, trigger you're the warning. one that I adore. Trigger warning. You'll always warning. be my whore. But no, 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 no. Yeah. Trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. And listen. And here we go. We should never be apart. Yeah, trigger. 
Anyway, proposed to her there. Uh, she said yes, and uh, we were engaged for a while. And then uh, when I moved back to Vegas after a while, things just kind of uh, just went away. So you did do long distance. We did do long distance, yes. How long did you go out with her before you proposed? Mm, two years, three years, maybe? Two or two or three years? No, it couldn't be not. Well, let's see. No, it wasn't that long at all. <laughs> yes. A no, year. I'm, I'm giving a year. Leeway. This, a year. This is I'll a say memory a year. that you he has put away year. for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, so, so not long. Not long. Not long. Okay, and then you propose, she says yes, but then you no. go, I still got to get fucking get me to L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still going to L.A. But that, was, that was part of the whole thing. Was just, okay. I wanted to, wanted to let her know that I was still, I wasn't moving away from her. Right. And I wasn't. I, you know, we were still. She had no desire to go to L.A. Apparently not. What was she doing here? Uh, working. As a, at, a, at, a, at a job? Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm getting a look. That's, a, that's it. <laughs> no, okay, no, no, so, no, no, she's working at a job. Yeah, she's working at a job. Okay, yeah. good. Um, uh, okay. So, at, so you are then, you're engaged. It's magic time. Everyone's happy. Well, Families nice, are yeah. happy. It's good, yeah. And then you're in LA, and you guys are trying to figure out your wedding long distance. You're trying to plan stuff about the wedding. We didn't really get anything. Never really got no, there. So no, how no, long no. did the engagement last? No, six months. Six months. Because I was in LA for about four. <laughs> Ran back home to Vegas, and then uh, yeah, and then and, then and it was just weird. Six eight months. Yeah, it's just weird. She didn't have like a boyfriend when you got back. Or no, no, like no, 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 no. Okay. just kind of we just kind of grew apart, and one of those things. Huh. Hmm. That is interesting. Hmm. Um, and so then when it came time for your wife, like, I'm skipping that again. I'm not going through that phase. Again. No, I mean, that's part of it. That was part of it. I was like, well, <laughs> it didn't work last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, this is better. That explains work. your vitriolic hatred of me and my story. It explains it a lot. Shut up. <laughs> I hate your story. I, yeah, I, I forgot about that. And she still walks to earth. Of course. <laughs> and your friends are there. Still yeah, walks the I earth not, in this city. I could not I don't I do not think I could have an ex fiance in the same city I'm living in. I don't think I could do it. She's a sweetheart. I would burn that city to the ground. No, man. No, Jihad man. on the whatever city she lives in. I think <laughs> I don't I don't have a I don't have an ex that I'm not still pals with. Really? There's not an ex girlfriend that I couldn't Ooh. if I if really pressed call and talk to. I used to be like that and then I Found it to be bad emotional practice, and I I I don't all I don't still I don't. It's not like I'm in contact with my exes or anything. Facebook makes it a little different. Who just texted you? Who just texted you? Huh? Who just texted you? Shut right up! Now? I just saw you look at a text. Quiet. Who is it? No one. <laughs> <laughs> Are you texting with your ex fiance right now? No. No, we should actually preface. I don't know if your wife listens to the show. We're doing a bit. My wife never that. listens to the show. <laughs> she wouldn't care a bit or not. And also, this is this is the it's also well documented. My wife said, "How long is your podcast? Do you expect people to listen to the whole thing?" Right. See, right. there you go. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, my so wife. We know, we, we know <laughs> where wife. our wives are at. My wife. Uh, my wife. <laughs> Jacob's wife listens to our podcast yeah. sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. But she brings up stuff that proves that she's a listener. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I mean she could get her scoop citizenship. My wife though <laughs> could give a fuck, but but it's funny. I mean she, you know, she's all for it. She's yeah. happy that I'm that I'm having that I'm occupied. Uh, but <laughs> like, get out of the house. But these are the kinds of stories. Like, she's if, like, any chance you guys want to record on a treadmill? No, any? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Do you guys at least use standing desks when you're doing this shit? For fuck's sake. Uh, she, <laughs> please, Paul. Please. Hope you don't just sit on a sofa the whole time. Tell me you don't. 
Tell me you don't eat while the podcast is going on. Just tell me that. Give me that small bit of solace. How many episodes are you doing? Okay, good. That's three hours on something going in your pile. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Keep talking. I wish you did more podcasts. Let's schedule, let's schedule your podcast right around mealtime. The podcast diet. Just keep them talking. Just so they don't nothing eat. but that'd be great. Yeah. I have to follow podcast etiquette. I can't eat stuff. Um, uh, yeah. But the, anytime the whole relationships, past relationships, or yeah. Paul, the dad. Guy or any of that kind of stuff starts to come up. My wife just gets tickled and just laughs. Oh, she's like, so funny. She's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Paul the smoothie. You did Paul not the- enjoy dating. Uh, no, I was. Te- I'm so awkward. I was so awkward. I don't think we told the story on the podcast, but I did a sketch class, and you read, you know, the green light to sit in whenever you want. And then one of the weeks we worked on the dating sketch, and the dating sketch you wrote was oh, yeah. the most ridiculous <laughs> thing. Like it involved a girl being. Uh, uh, schizophrenic or something like yeah, that uh-huh. and the other guy was a compulsive liar yeah. and at one point like everything comes on fire in the kitchen yes. and the chef the like the chef comes out on fire yeah with skewers in his eyes yeah 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 like it was just it was just violent violent language <laughs> yeah. uh violence in the, the sketch mm-hmm. and you were just rolling and when we first did the first reading in front of the whole class everyone just looked around like what just happened <laughs> <laughs> Paul hated dating. Yes, Paul hated dating. I did. I didn't really date. No. I had just terrible at it. <laughs> terrible at it. All right, let's do one more mail, then we'll probably jock it. All right, we got one from Scooperman. Scooperman. That's awesome. That's a great name. That's a good one. That's a that's a real fan right there. Yeah. Uh, dear Matt, Paul, and kind of Jacob. <laughs> Guess we're skipping Scooperman's mail. <laughs> Fuck Scooperman. <laughs> no, I think it's, it might be about what is, what he's, he's going to ask a question that pertains that might not apply to you. Oh, uh, maybe. I don't, I don't fucking care. <laughs> All right. Uh, congrats on the podcast success. It keeps my life interesting while at work. Shitty job. I grew up in a relatively small farm town, which inevitably came with plenty of shitty jobs. Some of which I mean quite literally, such as the job of following around horses during parades to shovel their shit off the road. Oh, that's that's some Marion County ham days right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's total ham days. Lots Fortun- of road apples. Fortunately, that was road not apples. my job. My- <laughs> that's what they're called. Road apples. Oh, I know. Oh, I, I got to tell you, if... if uh, <laughs> Oh, I know. I've eaten plenty oh, of road man. apples in my day. I made day. that mistake. <laughs> Would you like a road apple pie? Road apple pie is not good. <laughs> if the snake had offered Eve a road apple, <laughs> none of us would have original sin. I gave I gave a kid a box of road apple juice. He's <laughs> like, Bleh. Bleh. it's unpleasant. Yep. Uh, my worst my worst job was probably when I was paid ten dollars an hour to pull rocks out of a one mile long, half mile wide field. Oh, kill yourself. I live in a desert valley, which is also in the mountains. I'll be impressed if you can guess the state in three tries. Uh, uh, Nevada. Bingo. Uh, Who knows? I I don't have a correct answer. (laughs) Yeah. What what are all these teases we're getting in the scoop now? Well, this guy guy and I are probably getting along because it sounds like my vague stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very Darth Vader. (laughs) Uh, so it gets very hot, usually around 100 degrees. Now you may think, huh, picking up rocks is not so bad. However, some of these rocks were buried under the surface and weighed easily 300 pounds and were the size of, well, a horse. What? You need like a mirror for that. <laughs> you get oh, a mirror yeah, telegami dude, in there. A mirror fucking... would fucking rip that shit right out of the ground. 
to add on to the pain when it was not sunny and hot. It was rainy and hot. This well, is not Nevada. Got to be uh, not Vegas anyway. Uh, this rainy is, this and is hot. Arizona. Rainy, hot, Arizona. desert rocks. Phoenix, Arizona. California? Right. No, Arizona. I'm going with Arizona. Yeah, we noted. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, do you have a guess? Arizona. Ah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Are you shutting up everybody else's guesses? <laughs> we don't have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to Jihad Improv, oh, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Uh, we got the. I need a suggestion of an arid, dry state. Uh, you got the kind of like uh, you know desert conditions, but occasionally there's rain. Um, there's a baseball team there, okay? Uh, the Diamondbacks. Uh, okay. Uh, any any state like that would be Texas. fine. Texas. Oh, I'm in Arizona. Great. Okay, we're gonna take Arizona. Arizona. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, what was the other suggestion? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Too much yard. No, no. Nah, I was uh, gonna propose to my wife tonight, but now I can't. So sorry, I forgot. Uh, but jihad it on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gone now. Good night. We'll see you next week. <laughs> oh, tune in next week when Ready Rich is back forever. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! I can't believe it. We, <laughs> Jacob is scoop mail fest is not 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 going well here. I think because he has to read so much, we give him too much. To There's a lot to read. There's a lot to read. For for a guy with his reading level, <laughs> for Louis, we are, we are t- Louisiana education coming <laughs> in right here. We are public pushing, education. We are pushing this kid to the limit. <laughs> Don't worry. After this, we're going to take you out. We'll let you go into the mud and try to find stuff to eat. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I'm starving. My people. <laughs> anyway, there was one day when we had to walk a mile stretch up and down picking up. Hey, plants. everybody. Welcome to the Improv. Hey, I'm so happy to be here God in the water. It's so good to see you. <laughs> I can have a suggestion of a, a creature related to a lobster, but is found in the mud here. Crayfish, crayfish, crayfish. Thank you very much. Oh, does anybody want some jihad daddies? Yeah! <laughs> thank you very much. This is jihad improv. Jihad daddies. Jihad daddies. Craw daddies. Yeah, craw daddies. Jihad daddies. <laughs> Nailed it. Point, Matt. Pun. <laughs> success. Jihad daddies. Craw daddies, I guess, right? Craw jihad daddies? Yeah. That's it. That's better. All right, let's take it back. <laughs> Everybody, no. Okay. Ah! <laughs> back to one, everyone. Back, back to, to one. one. Back to one. Back to one for jihad. I wasn't really feeling it as a terrorist. I got then? you. I got you. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, um, how's my lighting? Okay, go ahead. Nope, I'm done. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So there was a day when we had to walk the mile stretch up and down, picking up rocks and loading a trailer full while being knee-deep in mud in the pouring rain, wearing a t-shirt and shorts. Uh, constantly getting the truck unstuck was the best part. To top it off, my supervisor was a broed-out hillbilly, a bro-billy, who would spend the entire day making your mama jokes. Fortunately, the day after crushing my finger nearly off while loading a rock, I got his job because it took him four hours to change a trailer tire. Fortunately, I'm now working two office jobs while I finish up my three degrees, way better than becoming a bro-billy, though one job sucks nearly as bad as the rock picking, but that is a story for another time. Advice Another slash, teaser. Uh, advice slash question. In a hypothetical, uh, a hypothetical? In a hypothetical world. In a which, hypodermic world. In right. a hippopotamus world. In a hippopotamus world, one tuba must survive against jihad. 
in a hypothetical world, which would be gayer? Blowing yourself by putting your head to your lap, removed rib style. Okay. Or, removed rib style. I know that people don't need the rib removed, but go on. Or having a clone of yourself blowing you. Okay. It's a very deep question. I don't think so, but go Neither ahead. one. Uh, P.S. Whoa, second pass. guess, your gut response. Neither one. Oh, you're is, saying neither one's gay. Neither one's gay. Neither one is gay. It's just an expression of self love. Are, are they both masturbation? Yeah. Yeah. Here's I, the uh, thing. Who, have you, right. I, Here's I, the thing. I, I, gut, Paul, gut, let me I gut real quick. Gut real quick. I've had the clone dream. I've I've dreamt about that. That'd be You've great. Blown your clone in the dream? Not in my. I've just been, just like just thought about how great would it be to have a clone. To have a clone. Okay. So here's my question about your masturbation definition. If you <laughs> pretty fucking loose. <laughs> it's pretty loose. Have a clone, it's right? the cheeseburger. You have a clone. <laughs> you have a clone, and while you're at work. Your clone is at a bar and he hits it off with like a super hot model yeah. and your clone fucks that model hats off. You come home from work. He find knocks out. her hat off? Yeah, that's that's exactly what hats was off. Was she a I hat believe. model? <laughs> I believe. Was I, she a hat model? Is yes. that what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was at the hat model convention, met this model. Uh, and she's like, oh, mon chapeau. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just like that. She was French. Chapeau means hat. I know that. Chapeau, yeah. she's having. Oh, mon, <laughs> mon chapeau. And uh, Lord. you come home from work. Ah, oui, oui. And your clone tells you about the voilà. fantastic sex they just had with the with French, French chapeau model. model. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you feel like you just had sex with Fuck, the f- no. Right. No so way. then, by that definition, if you let your clone blow you or you blow your clone, it's not masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, blowing yourself less gay. You fucking incepted me. <laughs> you fucking incepted me. You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Okay, I guess. Ice cream social changing minds every day. <laughs> you're right. All right. Uh, we, we, we don't really get to the bottom of a lot of things, but I think we did on this one. Yeah, I think you're we right. We fucking tore you're this right. one apart. You're right. Okay. Is that the end of that one? That's it. All right, let's get to some fucking Jock versus Nerd. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> All right, Paul, let's get to some Jock versus Nerd. You had to have this ready beforehand. <laughs> I had to get the Inception sound cue. Oh, that's true. Oh, that was that's worth great. it. That, that was, was well worth it. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Explosion! Jake, you owe me a blowjob. Oh damn it! <laughs> <laughs> now, do do does if we owe each other blowjobs, does it cross cancel each other out yep, like death? Yep, absolutely not. <laughs> no, we still have to just it multiplies. You just have to keep, <laughs> it multiplies. Interest. <laughs> Can I have my clone do it instead? <laughs> sure, but then it won't count. <laughs> What's the- I'm not going to send my clone to do a blowjob that doesn't count. That'd be silly. So, so wait till uh, my blow j- you don't have to send him. After he comes once, he'll come back all the time. Uh, <laughs> candy. Dick candy. <laughs> I need that dick candy. <laughs> that's that's Matt's clone's song. I need that dick candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is the best last Jacob show ever. This <laughs> is our Aloha Jacob show. <laughs> 
<laughs> leaving the country and getting the fuck away from us. <laughs> All right, you ready to nerd me or you want me to jock you? I mean, wait. Oh! oh! Spoonerism. Uh, name as many uh, NASCAR drivers as you could name. That's Come on. That is my Oh, you want to name as many? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cole Trickle. Okay. Uh, Kyle Petty. Okay. Uh, Dale Earnhardt. Mm-hmm. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> um, shake and bake. Shake and bake. Uh, and then the guy who was a murderer. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> Tony I was Stewart. That's what there <laughs> Tony Stewart. Tony the Stewart is the one we were going for. Yeah, Tony Stewart. There's the no murderer. way to turn that incident into a trivia question, so I thought I'd just make a name. That's pretty NASCAR good. Driver. That's pretty but good. But I absolutely want to talk about Tony Stewart. Yikes! Holy fuck! That is the scariest thing. Did well, you see the video? Yes. Ooh. Well, here's the crazy thing, right? Because like, the behavior of that driver... Terrible. Terrible. Really dumb, but Very not un- uncommon. Not uncommon. In that... The dirt track. In the dirt track mini yeah. car world. Yes. And then what I bet Tony's- it gets a lot more uncommon now. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's about to get really uncommon. If Tony Stewart's in the race, ain't never going to happen. Well, Tony Stewart has done this. You know, Tony Stewart has gotten out of his car and thrown helmets at, at, at cars that are still in the race after right. he's crashed. I mean, you know, the, the, this this idea that the, the the ego that it takes to drive aggressively at hundreds and hundreds of miles an hour, you know, it takes it takes an ego to want to be a NASCAR driver. That was the Nicole Kidman's quote from uh, yeah, Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. A bunch of infantile egomaniacs <laughs> racing a bunch of other infantile <laughs> egomaniacs. Talk about veg. Oh, talk about veg. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Talk about veg. <laughs> <laughs> boom, 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 talking about vet. Boom, 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 talking about vet. <coughs> I'm from Australia, talking about vet. <coughs> was that on a real show or a bank show? I don't know. Uh, no, that was a, that, that was, was a real in, show. That was in, people wrote in about it. People wrote in about okay. it. Like, stop, yeah. get that out of my head. Too late. Ha ha, it's back. It's back. Boom, 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 talking about vet. Boom, 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 talking about vet. Jigs, give me blood up. Oh no, just veg. Um. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So the it's really weird because. He, it's if you if it's not a unique situation, and you have caused this guy to crash, you yourself have gone out of the track. How surprised are you to see some guy out on the track? The answer should be very surprised, except that in the situation, it would be less surprised than than logic. The wreck was pretty hard. Yes, Tony Stewart's car was definitely nudged hard and felt it. Yeah, my brain goes yeah. well. Time to be cautionary as we continue driving, as yeah. I've just experienced hard impact on my vehicle, and it could be affected in a terrible way. If my, if my car bumped into something or someone, I'd be in that super safe mode the rest of the day. Yeah. If not the rest of the month. Right. You know, like, and also, like, Tony Stewart's, like, uh, you know, uh, penchant for racing in dirt tracks when he's not racing for yeah, he's NASCAR. a multi-millionaire exactly. who decides i gotta keep putting it to the metal here and you know like and michael knocking people off the track michael jordan famously had a love of the game clause in his contract where he could play basketball wherever he wanted mm-hmm. anytime you know uh but it is the equivalent of like you know 
a baseball player just going to the minors on Tuesday to just play baseball for mm-hmm. another team down Knock there. A couple taters out, and and, and like going to the park almost. Yeah, and like it, exactly like I can't like other sports. I can't think of like when we're like like you know like <laughs> like your hockey player just going out on the ice with some kids on a lake, you know, and then like risking Gretzky did that all like, the time. Is that true? Yeah. No. Uh, it might have been. I have no <laughs> idea because I don't know shit about hockey, but. Uh, you know, like, but can you imagine like Peyton Manning going down and being like, "Yo, hey, I want to go to Alabama football practice," today. right? And then just getting in a fight at practice, right? You know, like like Peyton I Manning fucking that. fisticuffs at the Alabama practice. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, let's have us a Donnybrook. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Peyton Manning fisticuffs? <laughs> New from Ronco. It's the Peyton Manning fisticuffs. Slip them on and have yourself a Donnybrook. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's really weird. I mean, he's, he's, he's not, and it was also weird because now like basketball players, there aren't a lot of love of the game, uh, clauses, clauses, you know, they, they don't they, love that game. No, but they can't, they can't, they don't want, you know, they're paying these guys millions of dollars. They don't want them. So like right. NASCAR, it's just, what's really crazy is how whatever the governing body works, like how crazy NASCAR has like no control over, like you just shouldn't be allowed to, you shouldn't just not well, have It's hard to regulate driving. Just, right. I guess so. Right. I mean, that's got to be the logic. I guess, but it's just nuts. There's not. Can, I don't think a whole what? lot of logic goes. I don't into know a lot about NASCAR, but is it is it NASCAR that would do the regulating, or would it be his sponsors? Right. I mean, that's the whole thing. Is that like because the NFL? It's very clearly the NFL controls all their shit. You know, right. like when uh, Ray Rice punched out his, his girl, we weren't wondering what the Ravens were going to do. Right. We were wondering what the NFL was going to do. You know, and so with Tony Stewart, you know, it's he does this shit, and you're like, well, I guess his team tolerates that or whatever because he's Tony Stewart. But the thing is, like NASCAR, like doesn't have the same governing capabilities, I guess, in their collective bargaining agreement with their racers. Yeah. Uh, then you know, it's 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 really weird that they can't do that. You can't tell your driver not to go to the dirt track uh, and kill someone. I bet they could tell him that part. The funny thing was like the amount of like they're like oh Tony Stewart's actually pulling out of this race and he's actually not going to race on the dirt track next week. Yeah, when you murder someone, you kind of need a little time. Right. You need to kind of kind of take it off. Now, like you know, murder. I mean, allegedly, when, when you allegedly kill someone. <laughs> no, when someone dies at but your, he was, he was the very least partially responsible for the guy's death. Right. Yes. Exactly. I'm he not is. saying I don't think he was like I'm going to fucking run this motherfucker over to death. I don't think he thought that. I don't know. We don't know. Don't know. I just my gut says no. He might have said something stupid like I should clip him or yeah. something. That might have been and then it. Kind of went a little. Yeah, and then and then also you're like, oh, I forgot this thing goes very fast on dirt. Um, you know, it's just crazy to me, but it's just nuts. And the thing is that like Tony Stewart's not. He's got a terrible reputation. You know, he's a <laughs> fucking shit talker and and, and it's a hothead. Yeah, yeah. Well, he ju- he had just caused a what a sixteen car pileup. 13 car pile up and a woman got her uh, vertebrae shattered. Jesus. No, I mean, maybe. Yeah, like, no, this was yeah. like a, this was yeah. a NASCAR race. A yeah. couple, like a, within the, within the calendar year, I think. Yeah. I don't know. We'll probably get some scoop outs because we have some listeners. I'm sure we will. NASCAR, you and I don't, don't go to the NASCAR. Not a NASCAR fan, but my brother enjoys the NASCAR. I got lots of friends who enjoy the NASCAR. There's a big race that happens here, here in Las Vegas. Uh, that I've always wanted to go to, and they say that like the 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 actual like it's the most popular sport as a live event. It's, when, it's the most popular sport in America, and that going to these events like they're just crazy. Like it's a it's a whole 
fun festival, carnival atmosphere. Yes, around the whole thing. So I'm, I would like to check that out mm-hmm. as long as no one's going to die when I watch. Well, that's things. But that's the thing. Like, yeah. You watch it for the crashes, kind of. Yeah. Yep. All right, nerd me. Okay. This is still very much in the realm of rumor. Whoa! However, <laughs> there have been several hints made. This is a culmination of several of my nerdy things. <clears throat> there is... Uh, I don't know exactly how this is going to work, but apparently... It already sounds like a good vague poll question. Darth very Vader... Darth Vader. Darth Vader... Oh, Oh. is going to be in the new Star Wars films. Whoa. How's that possible? I think either someone's going to take on the mantle. Okay. Someone's going to take it over, or they're going to have some kind of clone thing, because Clone Wars, who knows? Uh. Anyway, but I know, I have heard that, that they are going to keep Vader in the new franchise, because that iconography is so strong, and I think that's something Abrams wants to play with. Yeah. So I mean, it makes sense from a marketing perspective, but it feels like it doesn't make sense within the... It doesn't make much sense, but nothing in the prequels made sense either, so sure. fuck it. You're cool with this. We'll see. Whoa. Whoa. Ice. We'll see. I got, I've still got Empire. I don't give a fuck. They can do whatever they want. I can watch Empire Strikes Back, and I'm happy. You heard him, Abrams. All right, what's the question? He knows. He knows. He knows he's treading on yeah. a thin hoth. Um, <laughs> the uh, there's a wrestler who is rumored to be donning the outfit. Oh, and embodying certainly not voicing, but embodying the physical presence of Darth Vader. He's with the WWE. He's a famous wrestler. Famous wrestler. Do you know who this wrestler might be? Who is rumored to possibly? He tweeted out some stuff, and he the Undertaker with. That's a good guess. But no, he's pretty old. Uh, the Undertaker in a time machine. Ooh, well, even closer. Kind of, kind of. John Cena. Nope. Oh, I was really hoping that would be it. No, <laughs> just Paul, to make Paul mad. Paul would not have raised. This John question. Cena would not look right as Darth Vader. He would look I think all he'd look weird. Great as Darth Vader. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I think he could really pull it off. Oh, I'm trying to think. I don't know that. I many got something of the he current... can pull off. I don't know that many of the current uh, yeah, you'll Olympic never, 80s, you'll 90s never heyday this. guy. Yeah, you'll never get this, probably. Uh, He's known as the Celtic Warrior. The Reno Stink. Nope. He's known as the Celtic Warrior. Oh, the Celtic Warrior. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Shannon O'Shaughnessy. You're closer than you think. It starts with an S. Uh, Sean. Nope. Staten Island. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> If you do, if you do something and you are terribly embarrassed about it, yeah. what does that bring you? Uh, joy. No, it starts with an S. Soy. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm embarrassed, it brings me shame. Must. Yes, Seamus. Seamus. Yes, that's it. Seamus. That's his whole name. His whole name. He what? goes by just Seamus. It's not, of course, his real name, but that's the character that he Darth portrays. Seamus. Exactly. Luke, I'm drunk. Uh, Luke, I'm <laughs> Luke, I'm pale as a ghost. It's really interesting because he's extremely pale. Uh-huh. That's kind of his bit too. Um, yeah, is that he's very, very pale. And his uh, bit is that he's pale. Well, I mean that's part of it. He's oh. got a shock of incredibly bright red <sighs> hair, and and he's very, very pale. He's so pale. Hold me, Gorla, Make me a magic rope and climb away with me, Lucky Charms, Luke. I'm your favor. 
it. Chef Aylin's, you know it's true. <laughs> or search for a pot of gold. Either one. Either one. <laughs> it's true. I'm your father. <laughs> Obi-Wan never tell you what happened to your real dad, did he? Look to me. The dark side of the rainbow. <laughs> oh. Oh. Get a sniff of the dark side of the rainbow. <laughs> Have a smell of that, lad. <laughs> oh, can we go back to the jihad stuff, Help please? me take <laughs> off this mask. Jacob is hating everything we're doing today. Seamus is so pale that Mattel... Go on! How pale How is he? pale is he? <laughs> he's so pale that... Bucket. Uh, he's so pale that Mattel had to uh, utilize a very special plastic in creating his action figure because they needed that color. That is funny. That's how pale he is. Wow. That's not normal human skin color. It's a whiter shade of pale. He is. Yeah, he's kind of like Jim Gaffigan with a shocker red hair and super muscly. (laughs) And a red beard. So not at all like Jim Gaffigan. (laughs) He's like... (laughs) <laughs> he's like an opium den he's a lot like an opium den yeah if, if you can envision an opium den you got a, you got that in your head uh-huh. you're far off <laughs> yeah Seamus the Celtic warrior Seamus the Celtic warrior he's a bit of a sci-fi nerd fighter. too so it's kind of cool that, now, uh, now I have a question yes sir that is why pay anyone with any any semblance of a name to dress up in a costume that you can't recognize them in Good question. Well, this was the whole thing. David Prowse was the original actor who portrayed Darth Vader. Very tall, muscular build, you know, wrestler-sized guy. Um, Hitchcock. I don't know that it's... Good kisser. Good kisser. I don't think it's so much about the name anymore. Always paid up on his blowjobs. But I'll tell you, (laughs) have either of you guys seen Guardians of the Galaxy yet? No. Yes. So one of the Guardians is a wrestler. But, But you can recognize him. He's not wearing a full body. He is suit wearing with full body. He's wearing full body paint. Anyway, I think wrestlers. It's one more thing where they're just more wrestlers are transitioning. Well, into, they're entertainers. Yeah, they're entertainers, and they're and they're just more of that transition. And I think it's one of those things where Hollywood sees one thing and they go, oh, "Okay, let's duplicate that eighteen times." Right. Sort of the thing, but I'm all for it. I think it'll be great. But I, I understand what you're saying, though. Uh, why shell out the money for a name? Seems a lot cheaper to go find a bouncer at a local bar. But I'll tell you, good in the well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Because the guy has presence, and there does have to be a certain presence. He's a fan, and I don't think he's going to cost nearly as much as even probably some Hollywood stunt people. And that might be part of it too. They're going to be able to get stunts out of him right off the bat. You All know? right, Paul's talking some brass tacks right here. Well, I mean, re- no, that's a good point. Seriously, he can jump off a of shit and what is that? Knows how a, to fall. What is a movie out called the, the Raid? Have you heard of the Raid? I have the Raid. I bought the Raid too, which was very disappointing. I sold that back, but I have the first one. And that's the one where they just there's a bunch of fighters that actually just know how to fight, right? And they just shoot actual fights. There's a lot of it. Yeah, it's a, it's some, it's some pretty hardcore. Yeah, that that Raid Two is definitely way more fighty. It, just the storyline is so garbage. Uh, the Raid One is. Did you see um, Dread? The Judge Dredd movie? No. It's very, it stole from the raid, basically. Okay. It's the same kind of thing. It's like everybody, all these criminals stuck in this giant high rise building and they go floor to floor, wipe out all the criminals. It's very cool. It's very video gamey. Okay. Yeah, it's good. I just mean like saving money on stunts by just hiring people and just not kick ass. Yes. Kick ass. You're right. Yeah, that's what they, well, I mean, that's, 
Jackie Chan's whole thing. He's got a crew of hardcore, I, hardcore stunt people that he works with forever and ever and ever, and they all. Well, if I could hire whoever could fight, I would hire them to kill the tuba player. Where is that tuba? Get it. It's ha- it's coming from inside the house. <laughs> ah, get him! Guys, I want to thank Jacob, the audio guy. <laughs> I want to thank uh, myself for forcing a weak callback to end the episode. <laughs> well done. I want to thank Ace Buns for his illustrations. Tony Longworth for being our music bitch in the UK. I want to thank all the people who wrote in scoop mails. We had the the, the jock versus nerd from it was uh, Nick's, Nick. Nick's, Nick's jock oh, yeah. versus nerd today. Uh, I want to thank the Inspired Theater for housing our little podcast. I want to thank Pendulet for creating this Mamma Jamma. And I want to thank my comedy partner, Paul Mattingly. I want to thank my comedy partner, Matt Donnelly. Follow him at Sweet Matty D follow on Facebook. Paul. Or not Facebook. Uh, nope. Twitter. Twitter. Uh, follow <laughs> Paul at the famous Paul on Twitter. Follow our show at Hey Scoops. Or you can go on Facebook for Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Thanks for listening. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for scooping and double scooping. Tell a friend. Please keep passing the word. We're trying to grow this thing out even more. If you enjoy the show, hip some other folks to it. You had to go there. (laughs) Ah, boy. Closing. Nice. I was trying to find a way to squeeze in that uh, internet meme thing that's going around. You had one job. Oh, you had the one job. All right, let's get it back. Let's go get it back on the air. Let's get it. All right, here up. we go. You had one job. Yeah. yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a big shout out to Yucks. Thanks so much for hosting us again. I'm so glad I didn't have to kill anyone because the menu got changed finally. Uh, I want to let everybody know we'll be here next Thursday. Uh, but uh, before that, don't forget, if you bring in a, a Shaw, you get half off your dinner. So bring in a Shaw, half off. Shaw's half off next week, everybody. Jihad you later. <laughs>